0: Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast.
1: Taylor and Jen. It just adds a little bit of zing. I don't need zing. You need zing in your life,
2: Taylor. 107.5.
1: I would say, of all the people that I know and love, you may be closest to me in sheer passion for food. Yeah, I like, I like some food. We are foodies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you're saying absolutely nothing, nada, nope. On your brats. Nothing.
0: I, I like it plain. There's just something special about a brat in a bun.
1: I mean, yeah, because it's a brat, but everything can be enhanced a bit with mustard and relish. That's what I like on I think, brats. I
0: think anything you put on top of it just dilutes the goodness of a pure brat. Oh, man, Taylor. What do you think about my brat toppings, Frank?
2: You no, know, it's not just brat. It's brats and hops, okay? you got to do the relish. you got to do the ketchup. you got to do the mustard. Sometimes there's those cute little peppers you put on there. You know, <laughs> you gotta doctor them up a
0: little bit. You know, put a little pizzazz in your uh, A little body. pizzazz. Okay,
1: uh, so you're talking about anything like a hot dog or a brat or a sausage or a hamburger even? Gotta have it on
0: hamburger. Oh, oh yeah, hamburgers. Know. Hamburgers, you load up the toppings. Hot dog, I like a little bit of chili and cheese. But something oh, okay. about a brat, it needs to be plain. Undefiled. Uh, no.
2: See, the thing is, is Taylor, you have never had a wish sandwich, have you? A, a wish sandwich? sandwich? A wish sandwich.
1: No, What what is a wish
2: sandwich? <laughs> That's when you have mustard and bread and you wish you had some bologna. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Yeah. yeah. I
0: never had one of those, but I'll tell you, if I just had a sandwich with bread and mustard, I'd be wishing I had something else.
1: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> this is an important question because really we live is. in the Midwest. What is the proper way to eat a brat?
2: I have ketchup with mine, but I totally see Taylor's end of it um, because mm-hmm. brats are really good on their own. Yeah, they um, are. Like they've got all these different kinds of flavors, mm-hmm. and I think when you dress it up, you lose some of that flavor and the juices and stuff. So. Exactly. But you put ketchup on yours? Normally I do, but if I have another one, sometimes I just do nothing and just have the brat.
1: So the first one has ketchup. The second one is plain. <laughs>
0: Yes. I I've can't. done that before. Where see, the, I, the first one's in the bun, and the second one, you take fork <laughs> and knife, and you just eat it like that. I
1: know. It's so yeah. funny, because I totally understand what yeah. you're saying.
0: Don't need that many carbs. I
1: know. It's like, the first one, I will do all this stuff to it. The second one, I'll just do it plain, because, <laughs> you know. Calories. <laughs> yep, but the second
2: one tends to be flavorful, because yeah. you're just having the broth.
0: You can taste the skin. Ew! Mm.
2: Yep. Okay, the skin. The you skin is there? good.
0: The skin of the meat is always good. <laughs> I don't think that's gross. He's so weird. You're on my side, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Ah! <laughs> oh. mm. I'm so glad we discuss the important things on mornings with Taylor and Jen. We we,
0: we do. I what mean, we need to.
1: What could be more important in the Midwest going into this long weekend? What could be more important than to talk about the right way to eat a brat?
0: I can't think of a whole lot of things that would be higher on the priority list. I
1: mean, they're brats, and it's the Midwest. And, and
0: Jen's wrong about them.
1: Oh, come on, she Taylor.
0: you're supposed to put mustard on your brat. I like mustard. I think you got to eat that bad boy plain.
2: Jen, you are correct. I have to agree. It is what? better with mustard. Yeah! Why? i I love that, but... You got it. Mustard goes with brats like bread and butter.
1: Yes, it does. I
2: don't know about
0: yes, that. Yes,
1: it does. I don't know what it is about a brat, but you put mustard, and, and it could be the cheap yellow mustard, right, Matthew? Or it could be the spicy brown stuff that you buy from a deli. Yeah, Taylor,
0: you're missing out. I don't know. I I, I like my plain brats still. You I haven't convinced it, me.
1: It just adds a little bit of zing.
0: I don't need zing on my brat. <laughs> the brat's zing already You need in your zingy. life,
1: You need zing in your life, Taylor. <laughs>
0: Hey, this is Taylor and Jen. Who's this? My name's Gabriel. How are you guys? Doing Hi, Gabriel. Gabriel.
1: That's a great name, by the way. Oh, thanks. All right. So, Gabriel, what is the right way to eat a brat?
2: Okay, the right way to eat a brat. I worked at a fairly meat counter for six years. You're oh. an expert. And we have those specialty brats on the top. Now I have jalapenos, hash browns, like the oh, different yeah. flavored brats. Those are my favorites. Those don't need anything. Those yeah. don't need anything at all. Like, Jen, you're just wrong. Like, I'm I'm sorry.
1: Okay, remember that nice thing that I said about you at the beginning of this phone call? I take it back.
2: Okay, okay. On the originals, the ones that don't have, it's just the regular brat seasoning. It goes back and forth for me. Okay. Sometimes you need something, sometimes you don't. But those specialty brats, nothing.
0: It's not like you were trying to catch someone unawares. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you just walk by the room and accidentally you hear something. Makes you chuckle. Oh,
1: goodness gracious. I can't even tell you how many times I did that with my kids.
0: I don't personally remember this, but my mom has made sure that I remember this happened when I was younger. Oh, your mom caught you? She did. She she was, you know, walking through the house and I was playing quietly. And so she kind of walks by the bedroom door and she notices that I'm playing with, with Battleship. Oh, sure. Yeah. And you've got all By those- yourself? By myself. It was one player (laughs) battleship. And I had all the little white pegs, like, piled up in, in a pile. Okay. And then I was holding one of the little red ones and, and soaring him over. And I'm, I'm actually quoting scripture at the time. So oh. she was very impressed. Yes. I go, the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So apparently the <laughs> red guy is the, uh, spirit is the of spirit God. of God. Okay. And she's watching really touched by my ability to remember <laughs> scripture. And then I go, and then splash, <laughs> he fell in. And I like <laughs> slammed him down on all the white pegs and they went everywhere. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> and she's like, well, he got some of the verse right.
1: So it happens accidentally. Mm-hmm. Either you eavesdrop on somebody and hear something funny or somebody eavesdrops on you.
0: What happened to you, Ellen?
2: I accidentally got eavesdropped upon. Uh-oh, oh what happened? Well, I have two older brothers, and the older of the two used to always beat me at chess, which got really frustrating after a while. So one day we were up in his room playing chess, and I didn't know our dad had gotten home. And he called checkmates. And I called him a name that I had heard him use earlier. I didn't know what it meant. Oh. And all of a sudden, we heard these footsteps pounding up the stairs. Oh, no. And we knew it was our dad. And neither one of us looked up. We just stared at the chessboard. <laughs> and he, he dropped his unabridged dictionary on the chessboard. You know how big those things oh, are? yeah. Boom, chess pieces went flying everywhere. And he said, every one of you kids, if you don't know what a word means, look it up before you use it. <laughs> I've never forgotten the definition of that word
1: Sometimes you hear the funniest things when you accidentally
0: eavesdrop on someone Surely someone like Jen Green has <laughs> accidentally eavesdropped on something amazing
1: Well, I might have actually purposely eavesdropped a few times Ooh. But anyway, I accidentally eavesdropped on my younger brother I am the oldest of three mm-hmm. and my little brother six years younger than I am in our old home um, out on the East Coast, we had a television room and somehow, some way, Jeremy got the room to himself this one time and he was laying on the floor watching television. And it was a show called Matt Houston, which totally dates <laughs> me. OK, it was from the 80s and Jeremy's laying down in front of the TV watching it. And this was back in the day where we don't I didn't think we had a remote. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you'd have to get up and go over and change the channel. And obviously he didn't want to. So he's laying on the floor watching TV and he doesn't realize that I'm standing behind him in the doorway of the living room. And this woman walks onto the screen and she is identified as a doctor. Okay. Well, of course, she looks like she's Miss America.
0: She's like a TV doctor.
1: (laughs) It's the (laughs) 80s, you know. She's extraordinarily glamorous Uh and she's identified as a doctor. My little brother doesn't know this to this day, but I heard him say, yeah, if she's a doctor... I'm a sheep herder. Whoa!
0: (laughs) How is he with herding sheep, by the way? (laughs) Does he have a rod or a staff?
1: I mean, it's probably no surprise my brother's actually grown up to be a part-time actor and a realtor. Oh,
0: but not a sheep herder. (laughs) Not a sheep herder. Okay.
1: Hey, Kelly, did you have a accidentally
2: comedic eavesdropping moment? So there were four little girls, and they were all four years old, and they were all sleeping over together for Cousin Sleepover, and... They had had ice cream. I mean, you know, it's like craziness when cousins sleep over. Oh, yeah. It was like 10 o'clock at night. They had church at 8 o'clock the next morning, and we had asked them to go to bed. I mean, they had been out of bed probably 50 times. (laughs) And my sister went upstairs, and she said, Girls, I have had it. It is bedtime. No one else is getting up. And and they were all really quiet. and, And she said, Okay, I love you. Good night. And she left the room, and my niece, Becca, looked at my daughter, who was four, and said, Ooh, your mom is really bad. Your mom's in charge of you. My mom's in charge of me.
0: <laughs> That's not my problem.
2: My sister was back in the room and she goes, and Madeline, I'm in charge of you too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not sure if you mean to do it, but sometimes
0: as a parent, we... <laughs> We ruin foods for our kids. You just say something about it, or or you mess it up when you're serving it. (laughs) You can share that story with us. We're safe.
2: Are we all familiar with the candy gushers? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, when I was little, I was eating a package of gushers, and my dad compared them to ticks. And I have not eaten them since. (laughs) (laughs) Why would he do that? I have no idea. I think it was just an impulse thing, and he compared them to ticks, and I can't even look
0: at them now. I'm so sad, because I love Gushers. I
2: did, too.
1: Good morning, Kelly. So, has anybody ruined a food for you?
2: No, but I have been the ruiner. Oh, okay. What did you do, Kelly? (laughs) 30 years ago, when we got married, I thought, I could make anything, because you've eaten a, a lot of food. You've seen a lot of different types of food, and you know what it looks like when it's supposed to be done. I didn't necessarily think I needed to follow a recipe, because I thought, how hard can it be? I cooked minute steak, like the second week we were married, for one minute. (laughs) (laughs) And? And I served it to him. (laughs) Did it still have flakes of frost on it? It wasn't frozen. It was like raw. It was Mm. disgusting. It should be called minutes Steak Minutes. <laughs> not one minute
0: We can help you heal From that food being ruined for you
1: Yeah By someone I mean, very close to you It can happen as a child It can happen later on in life But somewhere, somehow There's a food that you won't eat Because it was ruined for you By somebody that
0: Probably loved you mm-hmm. Maybe not I don't know I think I might have ruined something For my wife <gasps> You? I, I you I think i did do? well we you know you both love food we do we love food and we love making food at home and so we decided you know what we're we're gonna make some homemade fried rice can't be that hard we've got a walk we we can buy rice you know we've got all the stuff was the walk
1: a, 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 a wedding gift
0: probably yeah. i think everybody gets a walk as a, a walk gift. as a wedding gift you don't yeah. even know who it comes from it, it's just there <laughs> No. But we decided we are going to make fried rice. Okay. And so I start making the fried rice mm-hmm. and it doesn't quite smell right. So I add a little bit more soy sauce mm-hmm. and then I add a little bit more soy sauce. Oh, Taylor, that's then, salty. You know what happens when you keep on adding soy sauce to fried rice in a wok, gen? <laughs> it gets pasty. Pasty. Something about the soy sauce breaks down the structural integrity of each grain of rice, and it's like a salty rice pudding. Oh, yeah! And we made it with shrimp, so there ah! were shrimp swimming in the pudding.
1: No, stop, please! Oh my word.
0: <laughs> and Jen, we made so much fried rice! I had multiple Tupperwares full of the stuff! Why
1: didn't you just throw it away?
0: Because I'm frugal and I wanted to eat it. So I, I brought it into work and I would just, like, have a few bites for lunch for, like, a <laughs> month after that. And now your wife won't eat fried rice? I can't remember the last time we've ordered fried rice, to be perfectly honest. Well,
1: Taylor, salty putty with shrimp mm. swimming around in it.
0: <laughs>
2: mm.
1: <laughs> hey, Jana, what food did you have ruined for you?
2: Tapioca pudding. I'm sure a lot of people have had this, but... My brothers called it fish eyes, so I am not about to eat tapioca pudding.
0: That's really sad. I love tapioca.
1: Jana, you know it's not fish eyes, right? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> think
0: about
1: it.
2: But get this, Palmer's Deli sells frog eye salad, and I eat that. <laughs> they do,
1: too. They do. Not, they call like, it frog eye salad. It's not actually salad. frog eyes, is it? No. I'm just making sure.
0: <laughs> you never know. <laughs>
1: So there's a line in the original Karate Kid. What goes around comes around, and it's coming around. Oh. He's right, in the immortal words of Ralph Macchio in that movie. He's right. What goes around comes around. And we're starting to see it come back around. A couple days ago, I was so excited when I saw something on my computer that I literally, I'm pretty sure I levitated out of my seat. <laughs> I don't know if you heard it, but Luann did. I was like, oh! Because a dear, sweet, wonderful listener sent me a picture through Messenger of the Beanie Babies that were being sold at McDonald's in Happy Meals.
0: Yeah. I mean, there was the Corays a while back when when Beanie Babies were there.
1: A while back? We're talking decades ago. Yeah. And now they're back. And I am so excited. I couldn't be more excited except for I don't really eat Happy Meals, but I'll rent a child that will eat. (laughs) So there's that. I'm very, very excited that they're bringing that back. But there's other things that are coming back. I'm noticing from decades and decades ago. When I saw it one time, I thought it was an anomaly. When I saw it two times, I started to get a little bit of a sick feeling in my stomach. But when I started seeing it three, four, (laughs) five times and I realized that it was deliberate, I was like, no, no. Why are we going back here? No. Did we not learn anything the first time this happened? Taylor, the mullet is coming back.
0: I'm the sorry. mullet
1: haircut. There are kids at the high school that are deliberately cutting their hair into mullets.
0: Maybe it's the mullets that call the Beanie Babies.
1: <laughs> oh, in order to have the Beanie Babies, it's, we have to have yeah, the mullets?
0: It's, it's like a duck call. Like the mullet comes out and the Beanie Babies start crawling out of their holes. Like, oh, it's time to be in a Happy Meal. I
1: can't believe it. So I'm really excited really excited that Beanie Babies are coming back to Happy Meals at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Not so excited to see the mullet come back.
0: Joyce says, be a little careful about what you're saying about the mullet.
1: I have a 60-year-old brother that has a mullet. Really? Um, and it never went away. Oh! He just likes it. So it's not about being stylish? No. No, no. that's
2: just his style. Yeah. Good. So when did
1: he first get that haircut? Um,
2: <laughs> Long, story short. It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's something that you would like to bring back from the past, and there's something that needs to stay back. It's trying to come back. You know what I want to see come back? What do you want to see come back? You remember that TV show Recess? Oh, I loved that That TV was show. the most wonderful cartoon about... T.J. Detweiler. T.J. Detweiler. You had all the Ashleys. You had King Bob. I mean, Robert Goulet did a voice in there. That was a great show, but it was so short. It-, it was very short-lived. The creator actually just wanted to make shows that were age-appropriate for his kids, so once they outgrew it, he made something else.
1: Oh! But it was so, so good, and I want it back! Now, here's the sad part. I watched that with my children, Taylor watched it as a child. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, there's that. And here, here's what I would trade in order to bring back recess. Oh, what's coming back that you don't want to come back? They're trying to bring back Tamagotchi's or Giga Pets or Virtual Pets. Oh my word, no. Really? As a child, they were very, like, they were interested. It was like, yeah, I get to be responsible for a little digital pet. And now as an adult, I'm like, I have enough things to be responsible for. I don't need a video game where I get points for being more responsible. Yuck! I will trade a Giga Pet for another season of Recess.
1: I never got that. I never got the Virtual Pet thing.
0: I never had the actual Giga Pet. I had the off-brands. I had one where it was a sumo wrestler that I was raising. (laughs)
1: Explain to me what an off-brand pet looks like. <laughs> Does it, was it have a, the tail in the wrong place? Is it a reject?
0: It was a dolden rebrever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was sold in a white box
2: with black lettering. Pet. <laughs>
0: The Taylor & Jen Podcast is a product of
2: Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul.
0: You can hear more from Taylor & Jen weekday mornings online at Life1071.com or on the Life 107.1 app.